Beatdown Podcast presents On Your Radar, a monthly collection of musical earworms. We use music under fair use. Fair use is defined as copying any protected material for a limited and transformative purpose, like criticizing, commenting, parroting, news reporting, or teaching the copyrighted material. Hello and welcome to On Your Radar. I'm your host, Ed. Thank you for joining me. And we are here, gathered... On a Monday, I believe, or whenever Josh puts this out, but it'll probably put out on Monday because Beatdown Podcast uh, had to take a had to take a little week hiatus because uh, Josh and Jen had had a life like in a twist in a, in a in a in a not shocking twist to that twist. I don't have one, so I am here, and I'm here, and I brought a friend. So the first time ever, the first guest on on your radar, Tiffany Langston. How are you doing Woo. today? I'm excellent. How are you? I feel so special being guest number one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't. I can't think of anyone better. In fact, you're literally the only person I contact. It's like, hey, are you, <gasps> are you available? And you're like, here you are. Yeah, uh, we're we're so. Does that, bi- mean I, does that mean I don't have a life either? Uh, no, that just means I. It's nine p.m. on and on Sunday night. You should be like sleeping or something. So I just I just stopped. I just delayed the sleeping by an hour. Yeah, that was the difference. That's. Okay. Otherwise, you would be partying it up, sipping champagne, eating brunch. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Whatever one does on a Sunday night in New York. Uh, sleep so we can get up and go uh, to work in the morning. Okay, well, eating, per- <laughs> perhaps it involves eating coconut ash ice cream. Perhaps. I have not, I, you know what? You were the first, like, when you said, tell me about this coconut ash ice cream. I had actually never heard of it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I should go do something with that. So you haven't had it since I, since I asked I had, you about it? I haven't had it. No, but uh, it's on my list. I don't get I don't get to Brooklyn frequently, so. Okay, you need to go, and you need to tell me how good it is, and you need to tell me if it's worth the three hundred dollar plane trip to come visit to come visit you for the coconut ash, or if it's just worth the three hundred dollars to come visit you. Period. Like without the coconut. And it's always it's always going to be worth three hundred dollars to come visit me. But yes, but is is the coconut ash in itself an additional reason? Um, I mean, maybe. Uh, I mean, I'm surprised you're not like all about the rainbow bagel or the cronut or whatever other things happen well, we, to be we, around. We have cronuts here, so don't. But they're not don't, the don't, they're not the OG. They're not the original. I they, they might not be, they might not be the OG, but they're certainly acceptable. I haven't <laughs> ha- I haven't even had the OG because I refuse to stand in line at six in the morning for anything that doesn't involve Beyonce tickets. Oh, I, I uh, motion pass. <laughs> The, mo- the closest thing that I've gotten to that is perhaps I did do like an overnight for Lady Gaga the the, the Monster Ball. That's fair. But I didn't get the ticket. I didn't end up getting the tickets for that way. They they sold out in the in person sales, and then I was able to get one the next day online. So it was literally a waste of my life. I could have. Oh. Just, like, I mean, I-, I haven't actually been to a Beyonce concert, but if I were to go to one, I would take the time to to Wake that up. would be what I would, yeah I would get up in the morning or or like when the next PlayStation comes out and then like people are like getting in line to sell them on eBay or something if I can make like some real money doing it I might do that but oh. cronuts no not no worth not worth it okay well we are we are gathered today at the musical altar which I think I said last month to discuss some music and I have the luxury of only having picked half the songs this week because Tiffany picked the other half of the song so that's great uh what uh what song do you want to start with so we're gonna start with i will i will preface my choices by saying first of all i live in new york city so i don't actually listen to the radio the majority of my commute is underground so i've i've been podcasting or listening to podcasts now 
primarily for the last two and a half years. So I have no idea what the kids are listening to. Whenever I'm in like a store, I'll hear a song and I'll like sound hound it. And then I'll like listen to it and decide if I want to buy it. So the fact that I even found three songs that are relatively new is a miracle in and of itself because I simply just don't listen to a ton of music. Um, and also all of my song choices are very upbeat because I'm finding recently I need, when I'm listening to music, I need to be energized and I need to be happy. And so I try to pick songs that have like a really nice beat. So the first song that uh, I picked is called Waterfall. Um, it's performed by Stargate um, and it also features Pink and Sia, which means, I mean, it like all of this makes sense, right? It's Pink and Sia, they're two of the baddest ass of all badass women out there with amazing voices. It's got such awesome energy um, and I love it. And it's a little bit different, I think, than a song for both of them, right? Like, uh, the, it's definitely more in Thea's sort of wheelhouse than Pink, but together I think that they're phenomenal and that's why I think this song is wonderful and it makes people happy. Oh, I'm in the jungle now You've been seeking, I've been hiding now Cause your love is scared me so deep down You may find me cause my heart beats loud So loud, it beats fast In the places where you touch me last I can feel the burn my skin it has But the return of your beloved hands I was I listened to this track right before we started, and what struck me about it from uh, from like a, a far away perspective is is like how much is Pink necessary or Sia necessary on this track? To me, it's it could just be a Sia song, and that and like in a Sia song, it feels like Sia wrote the song or the lyrics for Pink to perform with Stargate. And then Stargate was like, now you're you're a huge star. Like, I know you keep forgetting that, Sia, as you're handing Ty Trang $50,000 at the Survivor finale. Like, I know you forget this all the time, but like, you're a huge star, so we actually want you on it too. That's like that's like my view of the song. That being said, of course, it's fun. Of course, it's great. But it, it doesn't, like, like can, you tell, can you tell me what you feel is being added by both Pink and Sia being on this track? That's actually a really good point. I just love both of them separately. And so together, I think they're great. But I think you're right in the fact that I, do, I don't necessarily think, I don't think it's necessary for both of them to be on the track, but I just I just love them. They're two of my favorites. Um, I find them to be very sort of individual and they don't, and I won't say anti-establishment, but like, um, like <laughs> their own lanes, I think. Um, and so like, it's like by our powers combined, we are like Captain Planet, right? Like it's, but but I agree that it could have just been a Sia song and it still would have been amazing. Or it could have just I been a pink. Think. It could have just been a pink song. Like it, like to me, it's like not. It didn't add anything either way. It, it almost reminds me a bit of when Haley Williams was featured on a Church's song and it made no difference. I was like, <laughs> why did you do this? It, there nothing happened. You know, it, it's funny too because I'm thinking about the song. You picked a song for Beatdown, not this past week, but the week before, that had sort of three separate people that came into it, and each of those people, those different artists added something to the track. And so I, I get where you're coming from, and I agree that 
it, multiple people weren't necessary in this track for it to still be a good track. I agree. The only, the only reason I'm criticizing is um, I, there was a short-lived show during when I was in college called Platinum Hit on Bravo, which was a fantastic show. And then they they they, they made they like several of the challenges were like make make a duet, and they're like, and then they were the, then Jewel would critique it, be like, why like. Like we told you to make a duet, but you didn't do anything lyrically to make it a reason to, for it to be a duet. So, so like with that vantage point in mind, I'm always like been critical of the duets. How and did I miss the show? It was so good. It was so good. I'm sure you could get it. It was worth your time. It features uh, Jackie Tone from American Idol season eight uh, semifinalist. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was I was still watching this. Mm. Yeah, that was the that was the, the Adam Lambert year. Oh yeah, I definitely saw that year. Um, so, oh, but I mean, obviously the song's great. It feels it like it feels like in the same vein as like Wild One, uh, Chandelier. I mean, not maybe not like lyrically, but like melodically. Like she's yes, like she is I like I. She's like I know you love Titanium. I know you <laughs> love it, and I'm gonna give it to you again. And we're like, yes, thank you, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes okay that's absolutely fair agreed <laughs> <laughs> nice um uh let's transition because apparently i i probably beat down or not beat down on your radar for being a, a snappy podcast so let's snap it along uh the song that i'm bringing right now is you know it by colony house and i what i love about this song is it's so playful and it like uh, there's like a line like a New York to San Francisco is a hell or no Nashville to San Francisco a hell of a drive like that's like in my head I'm like oh god that would be a hell of a drive. I mean, yeah, and I, I love the video. The video is like cheap, but it works. And and as I said last week uh, on Beat Down podcasts, I am thirsty for a new Vampire Weekend record, but it's not coming in the year of 2017 as far as I'm aware. So to me, Colony House is like the Cheap knockoff version, and I have I have tickets to their show. I which I almost forgot about, but I've t- I bought I on a on a somewhat of whim I bought tickets to their show. I believe Tuesday, March something. So I will probably talk about Colony House after the live show and say how I feel about them after that. But uh, I found the song super playful, and it like has that like retro vibe. And let's listen to a clip of it now. So that every day you're with me I keep you close to my heart Give me one more kiss before the boys arrive Nashville to San Francisco is a hell of a drive But don't worry The Lord is good when the road is long And we'll be back before you What did you think of the song, Tiffany? I love any song that's going to have a bunch of lalas in them. Um, I just I appreciate the fact that you can ha- be ballsy enough to just like have your song be la la la. I love it. It was super fun and catchy. Um, it was one of those ones that I feel like I could listen to. If, even if it starts, if I get to the chorus, it'll be one of those ones that are they're in my head, like you know, for the next six hours, eight hours, ten hours. Oh yeah, 
it is an earworm. I was gonna, I motion passed on that. Like to me, I heard it once and I was like, whatever. And then I was like, oh, I want to hear that song again. <laughs> so, so yeah, I totally, I totally agree with that. Um, do you feel uh, like a little bit of the is that retro style in right now? I mean, you have you have Bruno Mars borrowing from similar era. You have Daft Punk stealing, like doing disco stuff. I mean, I guess I guess all music is relative to all music. I don't know. I know. What What do you think about the style? No, I, I, I definitely. Yeah, no, I definitely think that there is some aspects to it that are a bit of a throwback, and I feel like eventually you you run out of of new music styles, right? So you have like people who are borrowing some from the seventies and from the eighties now. And so I think that if you were able to do that in a way that is still catchy and feels modern, even though the song itself, you know, throws back to another era, I think that's totally fine. And I, I definitely can see where this this particular song kind of fits in and with that respect. True, true. Well, yeah, so go check that song out. Um, now let's move on to your next pick. But tell me, tell me about your, your second song. Okay, so my second song is called Symphony. It's by Clean Bandit, and I, and it features Zara Larson. Larson. And the re, the only reason I found out about this song is because they wrote it up in Broadway World, although I'm not certain why. Um, and even though I don't listen to a ton of music on the radio, or even Pandora, or even Spotify, really, um, I do read Broadway World. It is one of the things that I love about living in New York is having access to all of this great theater. And it's really cool write-up. Uh, I had actually... To be perfectly honest, had never even heard of these people before. They were, you never, they were, you never heard of Clean Bandit, at least. Well, no, well, I I didn't know Clean Bandit, and then when I read the Broadway World piece and I saw they you know referenced a couple of their previous songs, I was like, oh, those people. But like, if you had told me the words Clean Bandit, I would have been like, who? But um, yeah. So this um song, I like it because it. it I don't tend to sort of lean in the sort of house music, the EDM, then it is not generally my style. And this is about as close as I get. It's not that type of song, but it like, it, it kind of borrows from that style, uh, but in a way that I don't, doesn't make my head hurt, which is I think typically the problems I have with 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 EDM and, and a lot of transfer or, or house music. So, um, and I think that it's like just really fun and uh, I, I'm. It also has a uses strings really interesting. I grew up playing the violin, and so sort of any song, any popular song or radio song that uses a stringed instrument is already going to have like like a piece of my heart. So all of those things combined to make this a, a pick that I, I really enjoy. Uh, let's listen to a clip of this and listen to some strings.
I know for a fact Josh Brunel loves Clean Bandit. He's, Does he? He loves them. And what I find funny about them is they're like they're like a violin brother sister trio duo quadros. Like like that's like, like that's the heart of Clean Bandit. And then they they throw on different singers on like Jess Glynn or that one girl that won the X Factor at one point, and she had the song called Tears with them. So I think. I think if you're looking for a uh, like string-based pop, I think I think Clean Band is where you should go because yeah. because their they, their core of their band is that is those strings. So, yeah, I spent a ton of time trying to make violins cool again, and so anybody who's making violins cool are all right in my book. Agreed. Motion passed. Um, I I enjoy I enjoyed the song. I didn't feel like you uh, it, hearing it only once. I wasn't blown away by it. I was just thinking is like, okay, it's not as good as Rather Be. And I know Rockabye is getting some play, but I have not listened to it yet. And I, I need to. I need to. I need to I need to give Clean Bandit more time. I need to I submit to Josh. Josh is probably listening to this right now and being like, um, can you like exposit why Clean Bandit is the best band of all time? And I <laughs> and I can't do that yet. Sorry. Sorry, Josh. Uh let's that's okay. Transition. I totally voted for Josh's song on the last episode of um, Beat Down, so he's gonna be teeth opening. Uh, there you go. Yeah, well, that's good. I appreciate. It. I feel like I feel like you're not. Uh, from what from what the tweets that I do see, I feel like you're not like a block voter. You're you're no. willing to take the songs at, and like you're actually willing to take the time. I really do. Like I listen to all the arguments. I think about it, and then I I really pick the one. the The only one that I think kind of got unfair advantage was the fact that um. Josh picked Rainbow Connection a couple weeks ago, and I one of my my senior quote in the senior yearbook in high school was a verse from a, a couple of lines from Rainbow Connection, so it, it automatically won, um, just for me personally. But all the other ones, I really do sit down and kind of think about like what what the charge was, right? Best song for your funeral, best you know song of the year, whatever. And I really try to think about which one of those options fits. The, it's the category the best. But I think I voted for just about everybody every time, I think. Awesome. Well, thanks for your continued support. Uh, let's go on to my second song, which is two-thirds of AFI, Black Audio, and their song, Anointed. Uh, what I really like about this song is it has, like, it has, like, an amazing driving bass synth that's, like, as you'll, as you'll hear in a moment. And like the lyrics are to me, AFI lyrics are like, or and black audio lyrics are like a bit uh, excessive and unnecessary, hyperbolic even. But I'm I'm a fan of hyperbole in music. If you can't be if you can't be hyper hyperbolic here, then when can you be? Uh, I and it like it like talks about uh, reading at some point, and I I just I just love the '80s vibe. I'm just apparently I'm throwbacky right now between my <laughs> my first two choices. Looking at it again. Um, so let's listen to a clip of Anointed by Black Audio, B-A-B-L-A-Q-K Audio. Books. Books. Yeah, 
What did you think of Black Audio? So I know that you said that you think that their lyrics are hyperbolic, but like I find, and and I will say this is maybe the second song I've heard from from Black Audio, but specifically this one, there's a section that's like, don't you defile the pages of my book? Oh my God, that's like, I don't know. I think lyrically this might be, to me, the best song we're talking about. What? I do. That's I love crazy. I was. I, I love. The, I love the lyrics of this song. And, but I like too. Like it's about you know, you said you were like it's about reading. And I was like <laughs> I know you know music about books. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I I, to me I I I've listened to all three Black Audio records, and I feel like Anointed is one of their better tracks. I don't think their new album is. Like uh, what? Are, uh, what is their new album called? Uh, Material. I actually think it's only their second best album. Their best album, I believe, is Sex Cells. That's I love Stiff Kittens. That's such a great. This is a great track. But I think, like as a track, I think Anointed is a really solid. I I agree. I think out of uh, out of all of the, this is my favorite pick of yours that that you have you have you are proffering this evening. Um, I will say that I'm unfamiliar with majority of the other songs that you mentioned. So to me, I'm like, this This is pretty good. I would go listen to more if this was the first one that I had heard of theirs. I'd be like, yeah. That's like deep. Well, very, very cool. Like, they're like, I mean, they're like sort of Depeche Mode light, which I almost picked a Depeche Mode song because they just released a new album, but I hadn't had a chance to listen to it. So I'm going to. I looked at that Depeche Mode album too, and I thought about, I hadn't, I hadn't listened to all of it. I listened to a few of the tracks and I was, I, I thought about picking one of those songs too. Yeah. But look at us. We're like, <laughs> same page, different book. Um, uh, so let's move on to So Tied Up by Cold War Kids, which is your third choice. What, uh, what made you choose this to bring it to the table? Um, so uh, someone was playing it in my office uh, on Friday. Um, we allow, so, so every Friday someone gets to pick like the, the soundtrack of the, of the day. And um, I just really enjoyed the beat. Um, it is kind of like, I feel like Cold War Kids is what Maroon 5 would be if, if Adam Levine's voice wasn't so high. Um, <laughs> and I know, and I love Adam Levine and I love Maroon 5, but I feel like it's very, you know, I, had, I was gone back and listening to, because we are in a new season of The Voice now. Um, and I was going back and listening to some of their sort of earlier hits. I think a little bit later on, they were got a little bit more edgy, but the, the earlier stuff was very sanitized. Are you talking about Maroon Five right now? Yeah, I'm. I'm be- and you, you are. Everything you're saying is confusing me because to me, the beginning Maroon Five had funk and they gave it up, and they, cl- they really. That's like like I am very confused at the things you are saying. <laughs> And I think that they sound much more edgy now than they did earlier. Oh, no, they had they had they had inspiration before. Now they're just like whatever. Ryan Tedder <laughs> writes a song about maps or animals, and he's like, okay. 
I guess, you know, we were talking earlier about earworms, and Maroon 5 has written the one earworm song where I don't even have to hear the song. I just hear the name of the song, and then I'm singing the song for the next 48 hours. I mean, what song is that? Moves like Jagger. Like it better be freaking Moves like Jagger. It's it Moves like Jagger. But, but, but what about, no, to me, to me, the, the best era of Maroon 5 is She Will Be Loved, This Love, and Sunday Morning, Hello, <laughs> like those are the best Maroon Five songs. Without, without, I think, I think, inarguably. Um, no, inarguably, I would. Uh, mm. You're, you're. That is not one of those three that you should be questioning. <laughs> <laughs> the one, the one you could discuss in that trio is maybe this love, but <laughs> she will be loved in Sunday morning, or just like hands but down. Sunday morning is my favorite. That they have one of my favorites that they have done. Um. No, I just, I feel like they're, they're, I feel like right now they're like cashing checks. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. And, and so I, I, I felt that way for a while now. I mean, I really like the Moves Like Jagger, the Payphone, like those, like when you bring in, like, I find when you bring in stuff that makes it so that you're, you have to have an explicit version of your song, like that to me, that's legit. Like that's where your edge comes from, but whatever. Anyway, um, and I feel like Cold War Kids, is like the cooler, hipper, more interesting version of what Maroon 5 is right now. Okay, let's, as, as we get sidetracked, let's listen to a <laughs> clip of uh, Cold War Kids. Cold War Kids. My favorite song by them, I believe, is First. Have you heard that one? No, but I will have to check it out. Uh, it's like it's like um, first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes divorce. It's it's like oh. it's real. It's real shit. Everything. <laughs> no, it's solid. And there's a reason I see two million plays on the Spotify. And and at one point I tweeted Cold War Kids that I was like, First is your best song ever, and they like favored it or something. So that's totally legit. When they when artists respond back to you on the Twitters. I mean, like Beyonce or Gaga aren't going to do that, but Cold War can that they'll actually do it. That's cool. Uh, not to say they're small, but they're, 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 uh, they feel the need to be connected to their social media. Um, I, I enjoyed this song. I feel like, like you say it's a better version of Maroon 5 to me, or a different version. I consider it a more stream cold war cares to be a more streamlined version of keen is is oh is, my i love keen hmm. i okay. feel like that's I that's, that. that's where i would go with it then because i don't know room five is just so sanitized at this point <laughs> just yeah, like, they're just like they're like they're just making money and they're making it yeah. i i mean i can't I, maybe i'm just jealous because i'm not making maroon five money 
<laughs> I mean, I I mean, if I could put in disinterested background vocals and pull in the cast that they are, like that's my favorite my favorite thing about Sugar by Maroon Five, which I, is off their 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 upcoming album, but their last album is like you just like listen for the background vocals that are like super disinterested. Like, <laughs> sugar, yes, please. Like, oh my god, it's like it's like they're like <laughs> the background vocals are over it. They're over it, but it's so it's so good. It's like it's so good that they're over it. Um, they're just like we just want to get paid. They're like, and yeah, and they, then they then they'll do they'll do a viral video where they crash a bunch of weddings, and none of those grooms were happy about it. Hell, hell, the f no, they were not on, happy. I thought it was hysterical. I thought the video was really funny. Um, and I and to give Adam Levine credit, and going back to the fact that there's a new season of The Voice happening, um, especially now that Christina Aguilera is gone. Well, no, um, I the in the seasons where it was like Adam and like Pharrell and Blake, like Adam by far is one of the better singers as far as coaches are concerned. Like Pharrell cannot sing; he he just makes makes hit records, and that's fine. And Blake can sing; he's fine. Gwen, I love Gwen Stefani, but some of her more recent music is just. Mm. Um, Baby, don't lie. It's <laughs> trash. But I mean, Adam Levine, for as much as I cracked on him, can actually sing quite well. Um, and really, his guitar skills are amazing. So I love you, Adam Levine. I really do. You just keep, you keep getting your money. It's cool. I'm I'm certain Adam Levine both listens to this show <laughs> and is like just like crying. Like, thank God Tiffany understands. <laughs> If I if it wasn't for this moment, it would all be for naught. <laughs> it would all be for naught. Okay, uh, let's uh, transition to uh, the our repeat offender, my newish segment. Although it, I mean, what's a new segment on three episodes of a show? And that is Never Alone by Rory. I I enjoyed uh, Devil's Whisper, which I included last last month on the show. And I feel like because because of the because of the beginning intro I took from that song, you didn't really get a chance to hear much of the of like the actual song. So I wanted to get I wanted to pick the newest Rory song, something with some some rap on some rap early in the song, some and but still his folk tro, folk tronica hip hop stylings. So let's listen to a little bit of Rory. Just go. You were never alone. back on me i believe it's probably because i'm actually not talented at all if we gonna break it down because actually i make what i'm imagining so i had the first time i'd ever heard of rory was the previous episode when you talked about it and there's something super interesting and cool about the blending of all of these different styles of music which i really appreciate um what did you you just call it folktronic rap folktronica yep hip-hop hip hip-hop folktronica (laughs) hip-hop folktronica um, which is never would never be a combo that I would 
think would even go together and, and the fact that it blends so seamlessly is is really it's really it makes it really interesting i'm actually glad that you picked um the, i say glad that you picked this one like i know very many outside of this one and the last one that you've talked about but there's something kind of really cool about the rhythm especially in the hip-hop section i i, I kind of like envision rory as like sort of an alternate universe ed sheeran Hmm. Which I don't know. I, I that's just uh, with. I, I hope he it's the same amount of success. I certainly doubt it because Ed Sheeran's destroying the charts right now. But killing it. But but uh, Rory's doing pretty okay for himself. So let's let's not let's not disparage him too much. Like I I think when I was on his page, I was like, "What? You have that many plays now?" I, that's what, that's what I said about like. This song that Never Alone just came out already has a million plays. Devil's Whisper has eleven million. God's Whisper, the other side of that, has seven million. I think I think Rory's doing okay for himself. So, and that is spelled R R A R A U R Y. And as a as a quick reminder, I do have a playlist called On Your Radar. Parenthesis open. Beatdown podcast, parentheses close. So please follow that for all my musical recommendations. I should probably tweet out a link to that sometime. That'll be a, that'll be a. Um, and to close out the show as we do every month, because apparently, we are. I'm going to hand it over to Tiffany to talk about a sound a soundtrack sound check, and what song did you pick for us today? Um. So I picked a uh, Carpe Diem from the Dead Poet Society soundtrack. Um, I love the soundtrack. Um, it, Dead Poet Society is one of my favorite movies. I went to film school, so it's really hard for me to ever like pin down what my favorite movies are, but there's something really kind of haunting about this soundtrack. There's especially like um, a couple of tracks when they're when the students are in the caves and then when um, the, oh, I don't want to spoil it. If, if a movie is darn near 30 years old, can you spoil it? <laughs> yeah, I, like, I think even I've seen this movie. So, when, like, so one of the students commits suicide and like, I remembered in the moment, and I first watched this movie, I was whew, maybe 10 or 12, remembering the music that happened in that moment that has stayed with me like, my whole life. So um, Carpe Diem is the, I think the first track on the soundtrack. Um, and it's a really good um, song for doing other stuff too. Like I, I like to, I really can't write or do work with music with lyrics. And so um, it's like soothing, but there's like a nice beat to it. Um, and so Carpe Diem from the Dead Poet Society soundtrack. Awesome. Well, we were gonna play that on our way out. Thank you so much everyone for listening. Thank you, Tiffany, for joining me on my journey. Uh, how can people connect with you on the on the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Instagrams, all the things? You can find me on all the things at Tiff Langston, uh, T-I-F-F-L-A-N-G-S-T-O-N. And she likes to tweet about her adventures in Europe and Colombia lately. That's and what food. I, and food. I was gonna say food and <laughs> and mimosas. Absolutely. Well, everyone, but not. Crew nuts at 6 a.m. That is too damn early. Too early. Okay. Well, thank you all for joining us. And uh, we will be back next week with a normal Beatdown podcast where we'll be doing the Battle of the Girl Groups. Um, spoiler alert, I chose Little Mix because they, they are legit. So that's all there is to oh. that. Okay. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.